Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with your girl, Zoe Alexandra. Here at Matters of the Heart, your heart matters to God, so it matters to us too. Our motto is whole hearts, sound minds, and healed people because we believe God wants that for this generation. So I've created the Matters of the Heart community for women just like you, women who are strong, resilient, women who know they don't want their trauma and brokenness to define their story and dictate their lives anymore. Woman of God, you are loved, you are chosen, and brokenness is not your final destination. You better believe that. Join me each week as we journey together into the matters of the heart and grow with God into wholeness and freedom. This time you don't have to do it alone, girl. Hey guys, it's your girl Zoe Alexandra and I'm back for another episode of Matters of the Heart. How have you guys been? I hope you guys have been well. I hope your weeks have been fruitful. I hope you have, you know, just been feeling juicy, you know. (laughs) I just hope all has been well with you. So guys, as you can see uh, that this episode today is called God the Promise Keeper and child, I'm just going to get to that in a second. But firstly, I thought I just wanted to give guys, you guys a little bit of an encouragement. Um, it just was on my heart. I don't know who this is for or if it's just for everyone listening. I know we're at the time of the year when normally that gym membership that you had signed up to um, begins to get less and less usage. Those plans that you had started begin to become, you know, a thing of the past and the discipline starts to lack. But I just wanted to encourage you today, woman, man of God, keep up the momentum. If you need to rest, take a break for a week, but don't give up on the plans, on the goals that you have set with God for the year of 2022. I don't want you to look back at the end of the year and think, oh, I started well, but I didn't finish well. And sometimes when we are in a race or sometimes when we are on a long journey, it's not about uh, stopping and leaving the race when things get challenging or when we get when we lose that motivation it's about just taking a break having a drink you know having a biscuits and a hot tea (laughs) and resting a little bit and then continuing on the path that we were going before and for anyone feeling burnt out take some time to look after yourself and perhaps you need to change pace a little bit perhaps you're occupying yourself with too much which is why you can't continue on whether it's that gym membership or whether it's that uh, business plan or whatever it might be but begin to look and evaluate your life and figure out perhaps, you know, if I can't continue at the momentum I was going on before doing what I had planned to do for the year of 2022, how can I change pace? So perhaps I might be going a little bit slower, but I'd still be able to attain the goals and reach the targets I've set for myself for this year. That is important. So I just want to encourage you with that. Keep running, keep going. Don't stop um, executing your visions, your plans with God. And if you are tired, rest. And if needs be, change pace. But I decree and declare over you that in the year of 2022, you will be able to achieve and fulfill the desires of your heart and the plans you have made with God in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 and amen. So sorry, I'm headphones. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay, so we're talking about God as our promise keeper today. Today, so let us get into it. Okay, so you know me, I keep it 100% real. Listen, this season of my life, I'm waiting on God for a lot. You know, there's certain seasons that God, you have said a lot. (laughs) I am really waiting 
and waiting and waiting and I've been waiting, you know, in, even in regards to uh, my business, um, there's certain things that I'm waiting to see in regards to my business relationally, um, in, term, in terms of settling down, marriage, all of those kind of things. Um, even concerning my family, I'm waiting to see a lot of the promises of God um, come to fruition at this point um, in my life. And it was just really so strongly on my heart to just speak about this because I think since the year of 2020, all of us have been waiting on the promises of God. You know, I think before 2020 started, especially in uh, Christendom, there was so much hope. Ah, the year of 2020, year of prosperity, year of this, year of that. And then there came COVID and it seemingly swept all of the expectation that we had for the promises of God into the bin because we've kind of been locked away for at least 1.5 years <laughs> whilst the world has been recovering um, from the witch called COVID um, coming to uh, dismantle and disrupt what we had thought was going to happen. Um, and so I was kind of really evaluating my life and said, God, you know, um, I can't even lie. In some places I've, of waiting, I've grown weary. Um, in some places of waiting, I feel a little bit frustrated. Um, I'm feeling, um, you know, like, God, is this really going to happen? Like my faith is beginning to dwindle or was beginning to dwindle and I'm co constantly having to uh, encourage myself in the Lord and I, I know you know what I'm talking about there's just some seasons where it's like God I don't know what you're saying uh, I don't know what you said but I I have to keep my eyes on you in this season like never before because if I turn my face away from you God I, there's no way I'll be able to believe what you have promised me and so what came to my heart like um, and what's actually been keeping me in this season in reminding myself that God is a promise keeper is the story of Sarah and Abraham. So we know, yeah, <laughs> we know about Sarah and Abraham. We know their story. They're uh, frequently spoken about in the Bible um, as Abraham is known as the father of faith. And so we know a lot about Abraham. Um, but what have I've been standing on um, and what's really been keeping me encouraged in this season of waiting and reminding me of God being the promise keeper is the story of and um, when Abraham promised uh, Abraham sorry Abraham promised Abraham that no that didn't happen girl when God promised Abraham <laughs> a son and the son was called Isaac and so we see the story happen and God firstly appeared to um, Abraham I think it was in Genesis chapter 15 and he spoke to him saying uh, you're going to have a offspring your offspring will be more numerous than the uh, grains of sand and so there was a promise without specifying um Isaac in particular but there was a promise of Abraham bearing offspring and at this time when God promised Abraham that offspring he was actually already an old man in I think in years he would have been about 75 so he was already old around that time and so I'm sure as Abraham was a man who believed in God um, he actually trusted what God had said he had faith in what God said but I when I began to ponder um, and just think about um, this story and this situation I realized at that point that although Abraham believed what God had said to him he didn't um, dig deeper to say oh God well how is this offspring gonna come about seeing as I'm now a man of old age you know and um, where I'm reminded of that the story of the angel Gabriel visiting Mary and Mary believed the angel when it spoke to her but she just said how so that she would she would know how to posture herself hallelujah in this season while she was waiting for the fulfillment of God's word 
concerning her life and concerning the birthing of our Lord and Savior Jesus. But Abraham, a man of faith, he just said, okay, God, you know, this is what's going to happen. And he continued on in his way. And so we begin to see what happened with Abraham is that then Sarah came and oh gosh, yeah, this part about Sarah, it really, um, it spoke to me so deeply. I can't lie. I was, I was crying when I, I received this revelation, but then here comes Sarah and Perhaps Abraham had shared with her this uh, revelation that the, that God had given him about the fact that he was going to have, uh, uh, you know, children or have um, offspring more numerous than the grains of uh, sand. And here comes Sarah and she's like, oh, hey, this is my my maiden, Hagar, lie with her so that you can um, have an heir. It was actually a selfless desire because Sarah knew that child is not going to be mine, but she even called Abraham Lord. So she wanted that thing for this husband, which she loved, that you wouldn't die and leave all you have gained to nobody. It, she understood that he should have an heir to um to his um bloodline, uh, that there would be no heir unless he had a child. It was actually a very selfless desire as a woman. And so then what happens? And so then we begin to see from Sarah and Abraham begin to actually demonstrate to us what can happen when you don't understand what God has promised you. Now, there's 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 key things here. So we see in like, I think it was actually Genesis 15, God promised um, Abraham offspring more numerous than grains of sand. And then we see in Genesis 16, I believe, don't, if I might be wrong, but it's very close in chapters. I'm not sure if it's that close in timeline, <laughs> but shortly afterwards, here comes Sarah and saying, hey, here's um, Hagar, lie with her. Um, and so what happens sometimes when you have received and accepted the promise of God, but not understood how it's going to come to pass, you may start trying to use your own methods and use your own ways to bring it to to bring it to pass. But when God gives you a promise, he is the one that will fulfill it. And so the first lesson, the first warning, I guess, of the waiting season is, um, you see, Sarah and Abraham, they were people who followed God. Sarah and Abraham were people who loved the father, who had been obedient. Um, you can see even from other chapters like Romans, I believe it's also in the book of Hebrews where um, Abraham is discussed. He was the father of our faith. These weren't faithless people, but I believe that they, they didn't quite understand the way in which God was going to bring the promise to pass, especially because physiologically in their body, there was no way that they could see how they would be able to produce offspring because Sarah at this point probably had passed menopause and so we have to learn and be careful unlike Sarah and Abraham although we honor them as people who have gone before us in um, um as children of God you know people who have gone before us in the faith we have to be mindful not to create an Ishmael whilst waiting for our Isaac don't create an Ishmael while waiting for your Isaac don't go your own way don't do your own thing whilst waiting for the promise of God to come to pass when the Lord gives you a promise when he gives you a word be be a, a good a steward of that word if you're not sure and you're wondering God you've said this I actually accept what you said be like Mary who would who submit herself under what the Lord had said and rather than seeking okay oh this Messiah is going to come let me go and lie with my husband to be Joseph she asked how and the Lord said that he would he would do it in his own way and he was the one um who actually was the father of Jesus um it wasn't by uh, uh sexual intercourse between her and Joseph he did it in his own way and it's because she inquired so she knew what was going 
to happen. So let us have that same inquisitive spirit, that same humble spirit like Mary, who would believe the word of the Lord concerning our lives and ask him how, so that we'll be able to posture ourselves correctly. And if someone's wondering what does posture mean or what does posture look like, um, posture is uh, comprised of two elements in my opinion it's about your position and your attitude so in terms of um, your position your position should be your your you at the feet of Jesus your eyes fixed on him you in close proximity to him that you're near to him so you're able to trust in him and your attitude in regards to your posture should be that of expectation that you should be hopeful that this thing that God has said can um can really come to pass that you believe what he said that you are hopeful you are expectant and your posture or your attitude um, or positive attitude towards the promise of God can only be maintained in proximity to God so that's important to remember so we see slightly later on in the book of Genesis and um, we see that an angel visits um, Abraham and Sarah um, and this is regarding the promise and the the um or the Lord um I believe it was angels that visited yeah, it was angels. Sorry, I just want to make sure. <laughs> and they began to ask of Sarah and they said, um, uh, where is your wife? And they said, "I will." the Lord said to them, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And, said, and Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah. Now, listen, this is a very important to listen to. Abraham and Sarah were old. They were advanced in years. And the way of woman had ceased to be with Sarah. So it, it meant that her body was no longer able physiologically to um, to produce a child because she had reached, um, she was over the age of, or whatever age she was, she had passed menopause. So she was no longer fertile. Um, and so Sarah laughed to herself saying, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, her Lord being Abraham, shall I have pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, shall I indeed bear a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you about this time next year and Sarah shall have a son. So in this scripture, we're seeing this is after the birth of Ishmael. So I believe even then, perhaps they thought, oh, hey, you know, we've partnered with God. We've brought um, the this this now through um, Ishmael. Um, Abraham will have offspring that through Ishmael he will be able to um, bear um, more offspring than grains of sand maybe that's what they have thought but here comes the Lord saying that was your way I've still got the promise that I had spoken to before because this is not where Abraham's offspring shall come from this isn't where Abraham's offspring shall come from and like many of us would do in this situation we just begin to see that we begin to point out the impossible things. Oh God, I know you've promised this, but look at X, look at Y, look at Z, look at one, look at two, look at three, Lord. We begin to state all of the reasons why what God is saying cannot come to pass. I know I've done that several times. Oh God, but you said this about um, my business, but look at this and I don't have money, enough money for this and I, I don't have enough staff for this and I don't have enough a big enough team to be able to um, carry this out. But God has promised. And why do we why do we do that in the face of the almighty God who made the heavens and the earth when he comes to us and tells us something that is um, 
out of our mental capacity to understand, we start to bring him small, menial human issues um, and talking to them, talking to him about them like they are too hard for him to overcome. I think it's just a, a natural kind of human behavior, a natural human reaction. And so the Bible tells us that Abraham and Sarah were old. They were advanced in years so that it's saying that, you know, this this situation that they were in it was a very it was actually almost impossible it wasn't they weren't saying that abraham was infertile because he actually had ishmael when he was quite elderly you know considering his age at the time but it was saying they were advanced in years sarah's body could no longer um operate in the way of a younger woman anymore her her fertility had ceased at this point she said i'm worn out I'm worn out and she laughed and what struck me as I began to meditate on these scriptures about Sarah and I began to cry as I as I really had this revelation how many of us have been waiting on God for so long that we have no faith concerning that area of our lives anymore no faith concerning it can come to pass no faith concerning that it can happen to us that even when somebody begins to speak about it you're you've now built up this protective mechanism of it must be a joke I have to laugh and what struck me about Sarah was as a woman I understood how much time had Sarah's hope been deferred concerning bearing a child you have to think about it as a woman you go through um, um, the menstrual cycle for decades and each time every month every month Sarah would wait Sarah would wait to see if her period would come and each month her heart her heart would sink as she would see it's come again this month it's come again this month it's come again this month and what that told her was I'm not pregnant I'm still not pregnant I'm still not pregnant I'm still not pregnant not for just uh, six months not for just one year but for decades until her body could no longer even um go through the menstrual cycle anymore she went through menopause and she had to settle with the fact or what she thought was the fact that this is never going to happen for me that I'm never going to be able to bear my own child that's so hard she waited for decades for this promise of God to come to pass and so when we see Sarah laughing in this scripture me also if I was Sarah I also love God this one you're saying it's I know you can do whatever God but come on like I'm 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 old <laughs> at this point I'm I'm very old I'm, I'm I think she could have been in the late 80s at this point and you're you're talking about I'm gonna have a son it's, it's like that time for me to even have that dream and that desire, God, it's gone. Me, I don't even want to, I don't want to think about it again. You're talking about a child. What are you talking about? From a woman whose heart had been filled every month for how many years before her menstruation had stopped. Hoping, waiting that each month I will bear fruit. Each month I will bear fruit. We never talk about this part for Sarah. Each month I will bear fruit. Each month she's having that hope. Each month she has that desire. Each month she's waiting for years, for years and nothing came until her menstruation stopped and here God comes while her body is old and unable physiologically to produce a child. Here comes God with the promise again. How could she not laugh? It would actually be impossible for her not to laugh. You actually think, what are you talking about? <laughs> and this is what happens, you know, how our faith begins to be impacted whilst we're waiting. 
We forget that if God has made a promise, he will bring it to pass. He will find a way. He is the God of the impossible. And there's other two other things to point out here. Whilst we are waiting on the promises of God, that is so important to remember about our God, the promise keeper. He says something that's so profound. He says, is anything too hard for the Lord? And I pray that encourages somebody. I pray that encourages somebody who's been waiting on a promise from God, whether it's concerning your health or your family or your finances or your relationships with people. Just begin to speak the truth over it. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? If he has promised it, he can do it. Is anything too hard for him? He made everything. Everything is under his control. Everything will be under his feet. There is nothing too hard for him. There is nothing too hard for God. What is impossible for man is possible through God. God can do anything. And so we have to remind ourselves because I feel like the promises of God, there always seems to be strong um, contradictions occurring at the same time in our lives. At the same time, God is saying you're going to be wealthy. As if someone has attached a drain to your bank account, the money is just flying off. Fium, 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 fium. <laughs> Going everywhere. Bill here. Dartford charge next. This this one next. Something, everything just seems to be good. There always seems to be strong contradictions. And I just hear the words saying, because I believe the Lord wants you to, he's testing your heart in, sometimes in these points to say, whose report Will you believe? Would you stand on the fact that I am the covenant keeping God? Or will you allow what you are seeing to dictate what you're going to believe? And this is what Sarah and Abraham had done. And I don't blame them at this point. We have to, we have to be realistic. How could you blame them? But we serve a covenant keeping God. So whilst we are waiting, we have to remember, like I said before, don't produce an Ishmael, don't go your own way. Secondly, remember always there is nothing too God, hard for God. And if he said it, he will do it because he isn't a liar. And thirdly, and this is supremely important, the Lord then said um, when Sarah laughed and she said, shall I indeed bear a child now that I'm old? And God said, replied to her, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And he said, at the appointed time, I will return to you about this time next year. And Sarah shall have a son. And even I had to highlight that at the appointed time. Listen, we have to be able to understand and discern the times and the seasons of God. We have to understand what time is this thing going to happen? What season is this going to happen in my life? Sometimes we are waiting for the promise of God and growing frustrated and growing weary. And our heart is getting sick because we are desiring it outside of God's appointed time. Now, the word appointed means scheduled, prearranged specified decided time so god was saying to sarah and he even gave her the time um, limit he said about this time next year sarah shall have a son listen and 25 years before he said you would have children or you would have offspring greater than um, grains of sand and now 25 years that he's come to say in a year's time you will have a son. So they've waited 25 years for the fulfillment of God's promise. But it was within God's appointed time that God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. And when God gives us a promise, he has a set, a scheduled, a prearranged, a specified and a decided time in which that promise 
promise is going to come to pass and it is our duty when God releases a promise into our life that we begin to seek and inquire and say God thank you that you've given me this promise God thank you that you have released this thing into my life Lord I'm so expectant I'm happy but Lord would you give me more information God how and God when I don't want my heart to grow sick because I'm thinking something that you've promised is going to happen in six months when actually it's going to be in six years oh Lord I pray for a spirit of wisdom oh Lord help me to inquire after you that I will know how to wait well and I would not expect your promise outside of your time and end up creating an Ishmael or end up losing faith in you because I didn't understand your timing and your season. But say, God, I want to know the appointed time of your promise. Would you tell me, Holy Spirit, would you release that revelation onto me so I can wait well in the name of Jesus? And so we know God has a scheduled time for these things to pass. And, and Sarah and Abraham didn't know that they didn't they had no idea about that but this is why the scripture is so amazing because we can learn and we can glean um and and learn from our um, predecessors mistakes so we don't end up in the same position as them you know that God's promises have a set time for their manifestation for their fruition because he's a promise keeper He knows when something needs to happen, when it needs to happen and how it's going to happen because it's his promise. It's like me saying to you, oh, hey, um, I promise I'm going to take you out next week, Friday at 5 p.m. That thing is set, scheduled, appointed. (laughs) It's a promise I'm going to keep at a certain time, a certain date in a certain place. You understand what I'm saying? That a promise has parameters to it you know and even whilst um i'm here i'll add this it's very important some of god's promises to us concerning our lives they actually um require us to fulfill something too as well in the case of sarah and abraham it wasn't the case it wasn't the case but there are promises god um gives us in our lives that require our cooperation that god will say if you do this i promise i will you know so also in this season, while you're waiting on the promises of God, be sure to look um, and seek the Lord and say, Lord, is there anything you require me to do that maybe you told me and I forgot or maybe I never asked of you that um, would that is my duty to ensure that you bring to pass this promise because some promises of God are actually conditional and that's something that we need to know and to understand to help us remain in the correct posture which is our position which is our attitude whilst we are waiting for the promises of God at the end of it we see in this amazing story that the Lord visited Sarah and the Bible says that the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised and there's so many things in the places in the bible sorry where it says the lord did what he promised and it's so encouraging that we can see that we don't serve a god who is a liar who lacks integrity but we serve a god who is true who sticks to his word and he done what he had promised and our bible tells us in the book of genesis 21 that sarah conceived and bore abraham a son in Abraham's old age at the time which God had spoken to him and so it said that the promise did come to pass at the appointed time and so we see that these are the parameters for the manifestation of promise that it must be in the point of time in which God has spoken it to be and I pray that helps somebody that you know while you are seeking and waiting for that promise of God 
Make sure you know the timing in which he wants to bring it to pass so you don't end up in frustration and end up distancing yourself from God because you don't know that it's not supposed to be for now but for later. And what gave me so much joy was seeing the statement of Sarah um, towards uh, uh, in Genesis 21 verse 7. It says, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And I just even pray that that would be like the testimony of so many of you listening who are waiting on the father, that you would have a testimony that say, who would have thought that God would give me that job? Who would have thought that I would be free from depression? Who would have thought that I would actually find the love of my life um, and, and settle down and have children? Who would have thought that I would be the one who would have a multi-billion pound business who would have thought who would have thought who would have thought and you would give glory to God don't lose sight of who your God is in the midst of waiting and I encourage you listen the Bible tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and during my season while I'm waiting for the promise of God I, I just keep going back to this story of, of Sarah and Abraham because it fills me with so much hope there's so much in the Bible where God has fulfilled promise in fact we have to even know now as children of God that we are right now standing in the fulfillment of the promise of God that he promised that he would bring a Messiah to save humanity and now now he, we have received our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And, you, and Jesus has saved us. We are standing in a promise and we have a promise that um we have a promise that is living in us even right now and his name is the holy spirit who the lord jesus promised he would send to us as a teacher as a comforter and as a advocate and so now the holy spirit is in us and the holy spirit in us is a down payment and a deposit to remind us of the promise of our eternity and inheritance with christ and the father in heaven and so we have received the promise of God and um, now and we are as believers of Christ Jesus we are now standing in the fulfillment of a promise we now have the promise living on the inside of us and we are even in expectation of the promise of our eternity in God and so we have faith already our lives are already testifying to the fact that the Lord God is a covenant keeping God based solely on our identity as children of God don't lose fat don't lose faith in the fact that God is a covenant keeper God keeps his word God keeps his promises God does what he says he will do God isn't a man that will lie God keeps to his word he is one who keeps to his word I know maybe men have disappointed you and I mean men like human beings I know that maybe people have let you down and maybe people have said things and not met them but that isn't the father he sticks to his word you can trust in him you can believe what he says and so in this season of waiting in this season while you are pressing forth keep your eyes on him remain close begin to thank him thank you God because I know you're going to do this as you have said that God even as the Bible said I believe you will do it and um, as you have promised I encourage you to even be like Abraham who believed that God would perform all he had promised as written in the book of Romans and it even said that even Abraham had so much faith in God that he even died believing that even before 
before he had seen the, the fullness of the fulfillment of the promises of God, he still believed it would happen. Let us be a people of favor who so believed the Lord so much that even if we didn't see the promise come to pass, we believe it would still happen because God is not a liar. God's word is true. God is a promise keeper. And so I wanted to encourage you with that. I don't know which one of you has felt down, which one of you has felt discouraged, which one of you has stopped believing in God, which one of you has grown weary, which one of you has a sick heart but I encourage you today I pray God will begin to restore your heart and fill your heart with fresh hope again that you would believe he is the covenant keeping God you don't have to go far to believe his word only open your bible and every word that testifies of the promise of Jesus that is later fulfilled in the new testament uh, is a is evidence of God's ability to keep his promises do not stop trusting him keep your eyes on him stay close to him remind yourself of the truth the enemy will try to come and steal your hope to try come and steal your joy to try come and steal your peace but keep reminding yourself of the promise and saying God I believe you God I may not know I may not know how you will do it even if God says he's not going to say how he's going to do it say God I believe you anyway and God when you do it you will receive all the glory listen I've been going through it for the past couple of months I can't even lie I've been battling in keeping myself in a place of faith to believe the promises of God so I've come here today to to encourage you do not lose hope and some days you may have more faith than others but keep saying God I believe you God I believe you God I believe you write it down on a piece of paper and decree it and declare it as if it was happening right now and just keep reminding yourself God I believe you God I trust in you God you will do what you said you will do because you are not a liar God you will keep your promises because your word is full of them and you have kept every single one of them till date I have nothing to worry about hallelujah and so I just wanted to just give you that word I hope it's clear I was a bit all over the place in the beginning but I really want that I really I really feel that that's so necessary in this time especially we've come into this year from fresh hope you know we're coming out of covid and so many of us Ah, uh, you know, I believe that this would happen in 2020, didn't happen. I believe this would happen in 2021, this didn't happen. Don't stop believing in God. Don't stop having faith in him. Don't stop trusting him. And if you need to go and seek, go and find, Lord, what is the appointed time for this promise so I can posture myself correctly um, in this season, in this year and wait um, in, in your with your grace and peacefully um, until I see the fulfillment of your word in Jesus' name. Hey my loves, thank you so much for tuning into the Matters of the Heart podcast. We really appreciate your love and support. Remember to share this episode with a friend you know needs to hear it and leave us a review on your streaming platform of choice. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at Matters of the Heart UK to stay connected with the Matters of the Heart community. Till next time, don't forget your heart matters to God, so it matters to us too. Take care.